Hello, little boomers. Welcome in to another edition of the Bucket and Boomer podcast. I am your host, Bucket Hat Kyle, here with my co-host, Lil Boomer. Lil Boomer, how you feeling, man? I have had a smile on my face for 96 hours. 96 hours? 96 yeah. 96 hours. What a week we had. Yeah, great week. Uh, before we get started, let's talk about our sponsors real quick. We are brought to you by the CBJ Artillery. Uh, the Artillery is brought to you by High Bank Distillery. Check them out over there in Grandview, uh, right on Goodale Boulevard. Uh, great spirits. They also have a place up in New Albany now. Uh, great new spot up there. Um, great spirits, great food, uh, great ownership. We love the ownership. Love those guys. Personal friends of ours. Can, and uh, can personally tell you that uh, high base, high bank spirits, little boomer tested, little boomer approved. You, we love to hear. We're gonna get that on a. Uh, we'll get a seal and put that on all of their bottles. Uh, little boomer tested, vodka. little boomer approved. Yeah, I've tested them all. All of them. I've rigorously bought stock in one of them. Yes, <laughs> uh, the <laughs> the boozy lemonades, baby. Uh, go check them out. Highbankco.com for more info. Shut up and sit down. Uh, so let's just get right into it. We're not going to do anything crazy um, except talk about the Traverse City Tournament. Uh, our first time being in Traverse City. It's a, it's a nice, quaint little six-hour drive up there. Uh, for you, if, if <laughs> seven and a half. Right, you're in Williamsport. So, yeah, if, if we were as special as somebody like, oh, Jess Foboda, Jackets Insider, you know, maybe we'd be able to fly with the team, but uh, we're not at that level yet. So I'm, I'm working on it. I'm currently the Jackets outsider. You are. You're on your way. You're on the outside looking insider. Yeah, they, they <laughs> insider, keep putting the blinds I barely down. Know her. They keep putting the blinds down. It's so crazy. I'm just outside the window, <laughs> licking it. <laughs> licking the. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so yeah, great, great drive up there. Actually, if you go, uh, you, Ann Arbor's about the halfway point from Columbus to Traverse City. Uh, once you get past Ann Arbor and start hitting some like back roads, yeah. um, some wilderness highways, if you will, it's like the it's like the Saginaw Bridge. Yeah, was gorgeous. The point you 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 leave Ann Arbor behind, you come down off that bridge, and it's like a completely different country, not state country. It really is. It's beautiful, uh, Northern Michigan. Um, my goal here is to piss off as many Ohio State fans as possible, uh, but Michigan is gorgeous, all of it. All Except for it? Ann Arbor. Detroit? Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. I've been to Ann Arbor multiple times. Kind of gross. Detroit's not pretty. Detroit is gorgeous. Has a really bad reputation, but it well, is. Well, I'm, I'm older than you. Great so. city. We'll just get you some Flint water bottles. Dro mm -hmm. ah. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pass on that one. Thank you very much. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Uh, so that we get up there, um, had a great spot, Airbnb, uh, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It was it was great, VRBO, I guess. Uh, we get into we got there a little late on Thursday, but you went to the game on Thursday. Uh, how did that? How was that game? I mean, it was against St. Louis. The final score, I believe, was seven to one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We put on a put on an offensive show once. Uh, once a little guy, Ben the Wrecking Ball Boy, decided that we weren't going to let St. Louis just kill kent johnson right um yeah me and producer tyler went up a little bit ahead of you guys uh scouted everything out a little bit kind of got a feel for the land and uh went ahead and went to the first game um 
one of the things up there is everybody that works at Traverse City, all the people that came to Traverse City, like they were all great. Yeah, the the people in the people that worked at the facility up there, uh, Center Ice Arena. Uh, if you're not familiar, I actually the second day we were up there, uh, actually talked to the guy who helped like get the place where it is now. He just retired last year, but worked there for yeah, about. He did something with the architecture firm, I think. Is what they the said. architecture, and he he like helped renovate the yeah. locker rooms and everything. Um, anyways, going back to it, the people that work in that area and that facility, nothing but great things to say about everybody up there. Uh, just so welcoming, so helpful. Phil, the security guy at the back that handed out all the media credentials and all that. Uh, just uh, just wonderful all the way around. So uh, high marks, the highest of marks for Center Ice Arena in Traverse City. The, the, the people that worked the front door, they just quit asking for my ticket. Oh, yeah. I, they, they knew. Yeah. I, I was mean, such a cartoon character up there. Yeah. That everybody was just like. Our actual mascot. Let, let, that, that's Lil Boomer. Let him go. He walks in. Lil Boomer shows up to prospect to prospect games with his low boomer jersey on and i love every single bit of that that is amazing why wouldn't i you should i mean everybody's got to know who you are that you know that's what the fun part the first day is me and tyler go in no credentials no nothing we just we bought two tickets for day one so we're fans and we're just going to wear our jerseys we're going to watch the game we're going to cheer for our team and with the little boomer jersey it's amazing how many people locked eyes with me in that arena. Well, I wouldn't really call it arena; it's more of a more it's an of arena. A, more of a. It's like yeah. it's imagine the ice house if there was if there was two of them. Yeah, exactly. One on each side with yes. a concourse. Two in the rinks, middle. one arena, and they're just so they have bleachers on either side. Maybe maybe a thousand, twelve hundred people could fit in there. Uh, maybe fifteen hundred standing room, but several people just locked eyes with, and they're like, "I know that guy." Yeah. And by the end of the week, every one of them knew that guy. Yeah. Uh, yes, they, they did. You networked very well up there. Um, well, you know what I say. I've never met a stranger, just a friend I haven't made yet. And also a big shout-out to everybody that worked for the team. Um, didn't think the whole media team was going to make it up there for the weekend, but they ended up all going. Uh, Katie, Jeff, uh, Svoboda, Madison, ev- like all everybody that went up there and, and just was so helpful to us. Uh, being our first time doing something like this. Big, big thank you to you guys as well, and hopefully we get to do this again soon. So uh, let's get into the second game. So the first game, 7-1. 7-1. Uh, what, what was your takeaways from that Hi- overall? Highlights of the first game, uh, Jordan DeMay, fast. Fast. He's a puck magnet. When he gets the puck, he knows what to do with it. Uh, that line of uh, Del Bell Belus. DeMay and Malatesta, uh, the first two goals, there were five points between the three of them. Yeah. Um, and, and from there, St. Louis just decided that we're going to hit everybody. We're just going to, since we have no skill, no we're skill. going to throw our bodies around. Right. Um, I believe I heard someone on another show actually refer to them as garbage. Uh, they just don't have a prospect pool. They they sold their soul. For oh yeah, their who said that? It was Bobby, Bobby Mack, Mack on the space. Yeah, said it was just a garbage team. Bobby Mack was not having St. Louis. No, on I mean, Thursday, I I could tell you that just from talking to him yep. up there in Traverse City, he was not a big fan of how St. Louis played that game. Well, basically, St. Louis sold their soul to win the title in 2019, and by soul, I mean their entire prospect pool. Yeah, they mortgaged their whole future, and that's something we talked about too. It, this is not a 
indication of anybody's future as a team. I don't think it is to an extent, but uh, they, they have mortgaged a, a lot of their future away to win that cup back in 2019. But uh, we digress. Uh, yeah, going back to the game, they, they threw their weight around, and they seemed to put a target on Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson definitely took some hits. Definitely um, realized that after the first day and didn't take nearly as many in the next two days. Also, no. they just weren't hitting as much in the other two well, games. The, yeah, the other two teams were not skilled teams. Yeah, they, not they, have, as much. they have prospect pulls. Also, Marchenko uh, started in that first game, had a goal in every game. Um, I think he had five or six points on five. the weekend. Uh, looked, looked great in that first game. And I talked to him um, after the second game a little bit, and, and he told me it just started. The game just started, like, coming to him. It's It's been an adjustment for him coming over here from Russia uh, with, with just how the game is played here compared to over there, clearly. But... It's it's been an adjustment. I think he's fitting in very well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, every game he started slow and picked up pace as the game went on, and uh, it was obvious he was getting his feet wet again. And because he hasn't been playing as much hockey as some of the other people, right? But uh, every every game, the third period was way better than the second period. The second period was better than the first period, and by Sunday, he looked completely comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll we'll get into the into what we did talked about during the interview tomorrow during the artillery podcast so check that out you're coming to that as well tomorrow right uh let me check my schedule yep all right cool <laughs> all right moving on to day two uh so after the game uh well, day two is when um i actually got there i had to work on thursday and we ended up getting there late uh wednesday night but uh or thursday night sorry uh the friday game though game against detroit home team uh they packed out the arena um they to the point where they had to send fans down to the media corner where we were sitting, oh, and yeah. and it was, it was standing room only all all across the top. There was not a an empty seat in that house. Uh, Detroit ended up winning that one. Uh, it was five to two at the end of that. Um, Detroit has a really good prospect pool. Those guys are very skilled and they, and they have a nice combination of skill and size and good goaltending. Their goaltending was goal off the charts. Was, oh my god, they were ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, they were really good. Uh, on the other side of that, with the Blue Jackets, goaltending wasn't great. In that one, it was it was uh, new new guy Kajan or Kajan uh, Pavel Pavel Kajan Kajan. Uh, it's C A J A N. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I don't know. I all the guys I talked to, by the way, I asked them how they pronounced their name. Every single one of them, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, how do you pronounce your name?" By the way, just so I know, uh, like Matea Chuck and Dumay. It's not Dumay. It's Dumay. Uh, but anyways. Um, yeah, goaltending wasn't great. Couple soft ones got through, but the defense didn't help him out a ton either. Um, See, and I'm not. I, I would actually go a little bit. It's not that it wasn't great. I mean, it was very good, but they they had one guy on the Detroit team who scored four goals. That's right. We're we're getting. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, three of those four goals. I don't know if Elvis would have stopped. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one to compare, but yeah. That dude was just in the zone. He was. And, that, that, and it's, so this, all, it's all my fault. This guy, Riley Piercy, who you call... Dollar Tree Panarin. Look him up. He looks like a poor man's Artemi Panarin. Riley Piercy uh, for the Detroit Red Wings. Free agent invite for the weekend. Pretty sure he got a contract. He, If he doesn't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep track on that. Four goals in a prospect game. Uh, the place went nuts for him. I mean, he deserved it. it. He played out of his mind in that game. There's nothing our defense could do about it. Um, yeah, speaking, I, I enjoyed that game with about half a dozen Detroit fans surrounding me, and 
unfortunately, I called him Dollar Tree Panarin about 38 seconds before the first goal went in. And they thanked me and blamed the entire game on me. So I am sorry. Yeah, you're the bad luck charm when you say shit like that, apparently, huh? But that's funny. That is funny. Uh, Look it up. He looks like a poor man's Artemi Panarin. <laughs> he does. So speaking of, the, speaking of that, the defense looked, looked all right. I, there's a couple guys that stood out to me in that second game. Um, your check is, is, is looking good. He, he definitely makes some mistakes but can make up for that very easily from what I saw. He has great recovery speed. Very good recovery. And even if he's diving on the ice, he's got a long reach and he can, he can stop a puck. Uh, that's that's you know scooting across the ice if he needs to, but uh, Mateychuk is is who really stood out to me. And what surprised me is when I actually got to meet him and talk to him in the interview. He, I'm the same height as he is. Uh, he's a little taller than me, but not much taller yeah, than he's me. He's what five nine, five nine, maybe five ten, but not like just about my height. But the way that he commands the puck when he has it. And the way that he can move, and again, this is all with a grain of rice because, or a grain of salt, whatever. Right. whatever, whatever we're, we're, we're because it's a prospect prospects. tournament, right? Yeah, it's, nobody it's all this like, tournament was older than twenty four years not old. Goudreau out there playing these guys, right? right. You know, so. Um, but the but, way that but he, you see the flashes, you see it, and the way that he quarterback that power play, the way that he controls the ice when there's a man up specifically is what I noticed is on the power plays, which there was a lot of them. Uh, it's. Not, not in the first game. It's very, very uh, encouraging to see a young guy like that that's a little undersized for a defenseman, um, which I think the game but is moving guys, now to undersized defensemen well, is what we're going towards. Well, the other thing, towards. too, is these kids are 18, just turned they're 19. Growing. They're not done growing. They're growing, for sure. And they're, now they're going to get in with these NHL teams and develop and, and, and get bigger. And mass. Yes, absolutely. Uh and another thing that I, and another note that I had with that is, I left my notebook at home this morning too. I'm so mad about that. I took pages of notes during that whole thing. I took no notes. It's all from memory. <laughs> uh, Clayton. I don't know his first name. I didn't look it up. I had the, I have the lines everywhere. I, his last name is Clayton. Another free agent invite. The way that he uses his body, he's a big dude. Yeah. Very big guy. Six three, six two, he, six three. He's definitely a taller guy. Looks even bigger on skates. Massive and and a mass of a human. Uh, the way that he can throw his body around and also control the puck was impressive to me. Yeah. Um, having said that, what all 22 guys from that tournament are, all, are all, invited to... It was announced to today. All 22 prospects that attended the Traverse City tournament have received an invite to camp. They're all going to camp, which is great. And we'll see how that turns out. Obviously, they're not all going to make the team, which is I, Honestly, given. outside of Gent and Marchinko, you, there's maybe one or two that have a chance at seeing about those nine games I, a lot of these guys are you're talking two three years away but a lot of these guys from what i personally seen and what i believe i saw out there is in those two or three years once they're here they're gonna stay yeah i i could see that for sure a lot of depth there I too mean, so another d guy that we haven't mentioned yet is ole bjorkbeck home yep ole other than the fact Ole, that he Ole. has great flow, he was another defender that played really, really well. Yeah, um, he wasn't. He, he's not as fast as a Mateachek, but he's bigger and he has great puck control. He's another guy that uses his body very well, and he's not afraid to stay back and let the other defender take off. Absolutely, yeah. And he can stop a two-on-one. Yeah, it was um, him and uh, somebody else who surprised me. And we're talking a lot about the defense here. We'll, we'll get into Dumay because he had a hell of a weekend too. Oh yeah. Um, is is uh, 
Oh, Nazco. Uh, the way that Nazco and, and Sfozil look good as well. Uh, but Nazco, the way that he just decided at times where he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this puck coast to coast 200 feet and just take a shot. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. Like, uh, uh, multiple times he did that, which, you know, probably wasn't didn't make his teammates very happy all the time. But, I mean, he's getting around people and, and he's doing his thing. It was, it was impressive to see that sometimes. Yeah, he was not afraid to just take off with a puck and lead the rush himself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we'll talk about the forwards a little bit here in game two as well. I mean, uh, Marchenko and Kent Johnson had the two goals in that game. Uh, Kent Johnson rang one off the post too. What a nasty move, oh, yeah. man! On the on our side, he he went one side, went backside with the puck, and then it went off the post. Probably should have went in, but um, the way that that Kent Johnson in person that I saw him up close playing, man, the way that he controls a puck and can get around guys and just the puck is on a string with him and his passing awareness is off the charts. Right. That hockey IQ is unbelievable. Him and Marchenko. And yeah, oh yeah, but with Kent Johnson, he he sometimes he needs to be a little more selfish. Sometimes he tends to make that extra pass instead of just taking the shot himself. Agreed, yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's trying to be a playmaker. Uh, he's he's going to end up being a winger, I believe. He he played center all weekend. Um, but, I mean, not to jump ahead, but the overtime goal with Marchenko and Kent Johnson the fact that they made all them extra passes, did you see the defender shift to Johnson and leave the lane open for Marchenko? Yeah. So that's, it, it paid off in the end. It does. They getting getting looked at like that by, by getting an extra defenseman on you, basically, leaving some space open. So, yeah, Marchenko as well, talk about him. It's the the way he has the body. He's, he's a big dude. Um, he just looks NHL ready. He, he does look NHL ready. He, he doesn't get moved off the puck easily. Great, he, great checker, back check, fourth check. Yeah. Uh, his defensive game, he, he's, he's another one that has an IQ that's com it's just completely off the charts. I agree. Uh, so, all right, moving into game three here. Uh, we had an off day on Saturday. Let's talk about that, actually. So oh. Saturday was amazing. We got up Saturday morning. Uh, well, we went out uh, Friday night, uh, hung out with, with some of the guys with the team, yep. uh, some of the media personalities with the team. Great night. Um, and then the next morning went out uh, to the Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes, uh, up about 20 minutes what west of us, I believe. I have no idea which way we went. It was 31 minutes west, right on yeah, right on Lake Michigan. Uh, I've we been, just, I've we been accidentally picked a great location. We were no more than 30 minutes away from anything we wanted to. Oh, do. it was great. We we get over there, man. I I have been to national parks, many of them, most of them on the west coast um, when I lived out there, but. That is one of the more beautiful places I've ever seen with I mean you're in Michigan, you're in the Midwest on a sand dune at a at a beach. It is just the the water is is so clear. It's beautiful. If you don't if you have never been up there before and you want to you're looking for a new place to go find, go to Northern Michigan. And I'm telling you. We also found out when we were paying to get in. Oh yeah, uh, this is great. Active military and military veterans we get free passes for life to for national life. parks. That's right. Had no clue. Thank you for your service. So I got in for free. You did. The whole truck got in for free. We all got in for free. We still bought our passes anyways. Well, but that's because we're not going to take every trip together. That's correct. Even though I'd love to. Unless Shannon says it's okay. <laughs> the old lady's got to say it's all right. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. That's correct. Uh <laughs> that's why she got a $70 hoodie and I didn't. Yeah. Well, you're, you'll share it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, sure you will. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's her. She'll have to share. <laughs> I got a $5 program. Uh, the content out of that was, was amazing all weekend. But, yeah, the, sleep, uh, the Sleeping Bear Dunes um, up there is, is incredible. Just 
the sightseeing we got to do, and then we got to we got to see around Traverse City as well uh, on Saturday night. We went out and and hung out with a couple guys, uh, a couple people, not just guys, but um, we we put out a tweet to have like a little get together at that Thirsty Fish, yep. uh, which. Danny, the dehydrated tuna is what Danny yeah. was calling it, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we, we had a whole string of names for other places that we were going to start. When we, we got move to up really there. know the CB the sub, sub, subjectively. subjectively. It's CBJ actively, but it's pronounced subjectively. Um, I've always called it CBjectively. I probably will always call it that. Same. Uh, love love you guys. Those. Jeremy and Laura with the with that. They just won an award for podcast Columbus Podcast of the Year. Well deserved. Uh, those two worked very hard all weekend, and we got to really know them on Saturday night. Just incredible people. The the people that are covering this team right now uh, in podcast form, media form, any any form that you can find are just a group of really good people right now. And it's very encouraging to me to see where not only the future of the team is going, but the future of the media entities as well is going. It's Oh, yeah. There's a lot we're going in good on hands. here. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. So two, two great people. We had so much fun. I mean, so much we went fun. from... Went from the dehydrated tuna, a.k.a. the first Thirsty Fish, which at the Thirsty Fish, uh, even Bobby Mack and Dylan Tyre and Jeff Sabota come out. Yep, hung out with those. Oh, the best part about that, though, was sitting in that bar, we asked the bartenders to turn on the, the no, Ohio what, State game. No, wait right? a minute, wait a minute. What game did I ask them to turn on? I don't, I don't remember. That, yeah, I Blurry said, night. can we please watch the Toledo game? Because they wouldn't let us watch Ohio State. Yeah, can we get the, can we get the Toledo game, please? So we're watching that in our little corner of the bar that we had, and and all around the rest of the bar was the Michigan State-Washington game on surround sound. And Little Boomer predicted the safety five seconds before it happened. You sure did. So we, we got to we got to watch Ohio State put 77 points up on Toledo while also watching all these mi- sad Michigan State fans watch their team get their shit kicked in by Washington. The, the daggers I was receiving. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. If you've ever watched football with me, I'm not quiet there either. And a couple of guys, too, that were there were yelling, too. The, the, I don't remember their names, to be honest. The two guys, you remember who that I, was? I, I, I can't remember their names. I, I'm so bad with names. Me, too. I hung out with these guys most of the weekend. And Thank you, too, for also coming out. Thank you for that. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it was. But they blast. were into it. People were giving us looks because we were getting all excited and shit. And Deanna and Gary came out. Deanna was, writes oh, yeah, for the Deanna, that's Deanna, Deanna and her, and, uh, it's her husband. Uh, Gary. Gary, right? Great people. Just great people up there. Um, but anyways, we digress again. Uh, let's go into game three on Sunday. Uh, pretty game three. pretty boring game overall. Ooh. The very beginning of that and the very end of that were insanely exciting. Uh, but there, I, I mean, there was about fifty-five minutes in the middle that was a snooze fest. Fighting sleep, truly. I mean, it was it was fun. It was a good game to watch, and I got a lot of notes. And you know, in a tournament like this, you're watching the. The, the individual players, the micro side of it, not really the results at that point, right? So that's, that's kind of what we were going for, and that's kind of what the team's going for. But uh, ended up being a 3-2 overtime win for the Blue Jackets uh, on a Marchenko wraparound goal in overtime. Just, just Nasty. filthy. Nasty. The fight that I saw, and, and Coach, I don't, what is the coach's name? Vogel, Vogel, Brr, Vogel, Vogel, Vogel something, Vogel, mm. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look this up. I am we're we're raw dogging this podcast yeah. right now. Just saying. So, I don't I don't have any notes in front of me right now. Anyways, he used to the, coach the AAA Blue Jackets. The new yeah the new he's from Dublin, uh, youth hockey ties, but is now coaching the Cleveland Monsters and was coaching the prospect tournament. Um, great coach and really instilled some fight in those guys during that game 
Uh, very fun to watch. Um, the first goal of the game was from Juracek, a snipe from the point with 30 seconds in the game. 30 seconds. And it, I wouldn't call it a snipe. Oh, my. It was just – that was probably the – just a little wrister that just slid through. It was. It was. It was top shelf, wasn't it? No. Oh, it no, wasn't. No. So I was on the other end of the ice. I, no, it, it was hard to see. Off the goalies, I think blocker and pad. I mean, it just did it really. It. Yeah. Yeah. Now I tell you what, that boy took a couple shots right before regulation ended that were heard around the world. Oh yeah. This guy has a slapper. This this, this Eurocheck guy, man, is, is something to be excited about offensively. I don't want to compare him to anybody right now because it's it's hard to tell. But some Zach Warinsky flashes in there where, you know, he can he's long, lanky, he's got got the defensive skill, uh, but can also man he can, he has got a shot on him, huh? Oh yeah. Like, and dude, he's got a reverse hit in his back pocket too. Yeah, he does. Uh, so you're a check there with the first goal, um, and then uh, into the game. Yeah, not not much happening. There's not much to talk about during the game. And then at two minutes, we pulled the goalie. Two minutes, pulled the goalie, uh, and then just a scrum goal at the end, right? Really? I mean, I don't. Yeah, who was it? It, it, it was. It was Dumay. It was Dumay. Du, uh, God, I keep saying Dumay. I got to get that Dumais. instilled. Uh, great kid. I love that guy. Uh, Dumay, the end of the game, uh, put one through with an extra man. Yeah, did you hear that guy in the stands when he scored it? He just screamed, nice. <laughs> he, the dude looked just like me. Oh, yeah, Kiva. I definitely asked him some questions about his number in the interview I had with him after that game. Uh, he had a funny response, too, but I'll, that'll come out tomorrow night, so keep a lookout for that. i got to edit that audio still. Uh, some of us, you know, we, we still have full-time jobs we have to attend to. So. Oh, yeah, today has been a It's been a bear, brutal day. Dude. It, it has, has been, been brutal bear. today. I, yes. I came home to a shitstorm. Oh, really? With work? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I lead three states at the company that I work for, and I literally did not take my phone with me. I got one or two calls when I was down there and yeah. just told them, yeah, guys, I'm on vacation. Sorry. And I came back Monday to 13 voicemails. Who leaves voicemails anymore? Yes, text me. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, uh, overtime goal there at the end, too, from Marchenko, the wraparound. Uh, the main thing I took out of that was Juracek and, and Matejchuk um, looked great together, like naturals together on, on that pairing, yeah, the first pairing. Absolute awesome pairing. A great pairing. Uh, so that what I took out of that from Matej Chuck and something I asked him as well in the postgame interview was, uh, is that something that you can do is just like adapt to the situation you're in and just play your game and it's going to work out because of the way that you play your game. And that's something that he takes pride in is for sure. Uh, and you could tell that on the ice. But Yeah, the, um, offensive, the offensive upside with Matejcik is just – I know we've said it and I know I'm the one that keeps saying it, but I heard the comparison to Kale McCarr, the, the, the skill level, the, the puck handling, the awareness. Time I mean, will he tell. Is, he is not there yet. No. By no means. No. No, he but wouldn't have been here. You can see it. Oh, yeah, you, you can really see can see it. I mean, sky's the limit for this kid. Yeah, for sure. Oh, one more thing I want to talk about too. I again, I left my book of notes at home this morning, but uh, it Owen Sillinger. Uh, talked to him for a little bit after the game as well. Great Tate personality. Tate McCray's future brother-in-law. Yeah, sorry, Tate McCray's future brother-in-law is what I meant to say. Uh, but it. The way that he carries himself on the ice, the oldest guy out there, he's 24, 23 or 24? 20, 24, 25. So he's, he's, he's the oldest of the Sillinger brothers, I believe. Um, but, man, the way that he carries himself on the ice and the way that he can win a face-off, again, with the age and having more experience with face-offs and knowing what's coming and this and that, whatever. But 
I have the stat. I wrote down the stats, and I I'm, I think he was close to 70, 65, 70% on faceoffs yeah, for the weekend. I mean, and that's great because everybody, you know, everybody wants Kent Johnson to play center. We drafted him to be a center, and he was not 70%. No, Kent was not. No, and that's a, but that's again right. I mean, from that's, what, th- he's young. That's something he's got to work on. This is we something know I learned um, over the weekend as well. I'm I'm new to this as well, getting in there and, and learning more about the game. Not new to the game, but new to learning the 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 little small details of the game. Like uh, with age, and and the more you do it, the better you get at faceoffs, which is true with everything. It's practice, right? right? But Repetition. being a 24 year old amongst 18, 19 year olds, you're going to win most of your yeah, faceoffs. He's going to have an advantage. Sure. Absolutely. But regardless, uh, great weekend from him as well. From the whole team, they all got invited to camp, man. So, uh, I mean, we really haven't touched that much on a lot of the forwards. I mean, we've talked about Kent Johnson and Kirill Marchenko, but uh, what about Puthia that played with them? Yeah, Puthia t- took, uh, took a high stick in the first game against St. Louis. Was it the first game or second? It was against Detroit in the second game. Second game, took a high stick. Didn't play the rest of the game, I don't think. Ended Came out the third game in a face guard. Game, yeah. Uh, to, so he did. So some damage there for sure. But I mean, uh, but Dume stepped up and took his first line spot, right. With Marchenko and, and, and that's where I was going to go because Kent Johnson and Kirill Marchenko are we're, we're all considering them NHL ready, and you don't realize how good or how fast Puthia is because with the three of them on the same line in the first game in the first period of the second game, like they were all going at the same speed, right. And then when, when he went out, they brought Dume up. And the first two shifts, he looked half a step behind. Now, he adjusted and fit in fine after that. But something like that, you don't realize that a guy like Puthia, he's got NHL speed as well. And yeah. he hung with the big boys. And then you take that line of Del Bell Blues and Malatesta and Malatesta, Dume, right. Those three played great together Malatesta and I said this like he was he went he played in Malatesta last season also played in the in the prospect tournament uh played preseason I remember watching him and remember him well because of his speed sneaky speed I think he was the fastest guy on the ice all weekend the way that he beats guys the pucks and can get around guys with his speed in, is in second round pick Del Bell Blues and third round pick DeMay kept up with him yeah, those, those three were a great line all weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that the puck handling is is something to be desired, but that comes with, you know, development and practice and, and age. So yeah, uh, we'll see where that goes. Lots of, lots of upside for the entire prospect pool, in my opinion. Um, hearing, you know, I was we were there with a lot of uh, beat writers and and people that write articles all the time and. Uh, from what I was hearing all weekend is that Columbus has one of the deeper prospect pools in the league. Yeah, we're, we're top five. Absolutely, especially from the last two no, drafts. No, no, that's a fact. It's ranked. We're in the top five. Oh, okay. It is a, it's a fact. That's a boomer fact, baby. Love it. It's a, it's a league fact. It's not just a boomer fact. But uh, just, a, just an overall great weekend. I mean, it's, it was such a it was such a – New experience for all of us. We all went in blind to this. Um, I know this is minuscule. It, not for us, though. For us, it, this was a big deal. Um, we, we put a lot of time and effort into this, worked really hard to get where, where we are with this. Uh, you know, And 
we're only going to go up from here with this. This this has been a great weekend for us as an entity, and I know we're kind of you know self-stroking here a little bit, but uh, hey, but we we did two things this weekend. We did not embarrass the team, <laughs> and we did not embarrass ourselves. Win. That's two wins in my book. Win-win. Absolutely. That's a win-win if I've ever heard of one before. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we're getting pretty close to the end here. We've not not a whole mo- lot else I mean, to cover. I, I, me personally, I just I just want to give the whole crew a shout out and a thank you. The Blue Jackets for trusting us to do something like this. Uh, Marcus Stevenson for giving us the opportunity. Uh, you and you and Tyler, the work you did with the microphone and the camera, spectacular this week. I mean, some of some of Tyler's clips. I can't wait to see the interviews. Uh, Danny Smith taking pictures with us. Uh, that 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 girl has an eye. She has she has some photos that look just like the stuff you buy at the CBJ CBJ Foundation with an autograph on it. There's one and specifically that that Kent Johnson picture. She photoshopped a player out of the back, but it's 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 Kent Johnson with the C. It's it, caption it's, was it's Captain Sen, Kent, Captain Kent Johnson. Uh, and then the whole crowd. The, it was a, the Detroit game, so the crowd, the stands were full behind him. It, it's just she's very talented. If you if you don't if you don't already go follow her on her new account on Instagram. It's at the Danny Hockey. Uh, she's on TikTok with the Danny Hockey, uh, doing a lot of great stuff content wise there. If you want any of your player content, and I know a lot of the a lot of the fans and a lot of the people that are following this team are for the player content. So yeah, it's, I mean, that's your spot to go get it, truly. Another guy I want to thank, Jeff Savota. Um, I took, I took my stab at somewhat writing this week, doing some Twitter threads, and uh, got some feedback from him and nothing but positive comments. Uh, Jackets Outsider. Jackets Outsider, working with the Jackets Insider. That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah. Personally, I want to thank you uh, oh, for thanks, doing man. what you've done to yeah. – get this to where it is and still including me, um, letting me run the social media. That had to be scary. <laughs> and man, I just, I, I thank you. I thank everybody that gave us this opportunity. I, this has been one of the funnest trips, weeks, whatever you want to call it in my life. Love to hear it. That is big words, big words, little words, big meaning, big meaning. I loved it. Yeah. Way, way better. Yes. I like that. Um, real quick before we get out of here, let's talk about a little bit about the big club. Uh, what's what happened while we were gone? Um, Shit, I forgot we had a real team. We do. I know it's crazy. Uh, we got tunnel vision there for the weekend, but uh, while we did, did you hear about the real estate market? It sure didn't. You didn't? No. Well, we had this guy go to Seattle because we had to make room for this guy that came from Calgary. The guy from Calgary bought his house. That's amazing. You told me that today. I can't believe it. That's amazing. I mean, if that doesn't show you, and I, I don't know if it's because Johnny feels. He, he, he felt that his free agent signing led him led to Bjorky getting traded, so he bought his house. That's incredible. I mean, if that's, if that's really, I, I, if he said that, that's true. I mean, I skimmed the article. I didn't read it word for word because I was, I may have been at a red light on the way up here. For sure. That, should, that speaks to his character. I mean, that speaks to his awareness, and I don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into all that, but that's just an amazing move on well, his part. It, it's such a Good huge guy move, move because I talked to one of the prospects' parents this weekend, and one of the first things they brought up was, what's the city like? What's the arena like? Where is it located? How big is this Johnny Hockey thing? Yeah, that's – I mean, I 
what who did I? I talked to Kent Johnson after the second game a little bit and had to bring it up to him about Johnny Goudreau. He kind of rolled his eyes because he's heard enough about that, I'm sure, at this point. But giving up well, his he number messed up and saying that was his idol, he uh, gave for him his sure. Number. Like he he opened the door for that. But yeah, uh, so they the, the whole a bunch of the guys went to the crew game on Saturday night, I believe, or was it last Sunday night? It was Saturday I, night. I have no idea because we were we were in we were it. busy. There, there's a great picture, if you haven't seen it, of all the guys, a, a bunch of the guys. I think Robinson, Boone was at Boone. Didn't Boone get Boone engaged, got engaged over the yeah. weekend? Uh, so much happening here in Columbus Is while we Bull were in Trevor. shutting down now? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right now. Do not get us in trouble for that, you little shit. <laughs> oh, that's so long ago. Anyways, stop it. My bad. <laughs> I forgot we're professionals. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll edit that out. No, nah, we won't. Uh, no, it's, it was great. Johnny was up there with his wife. He's back in Columbus on the field. Uh, traded traded jerseys with some one of the players. I don't know Chuko. I don't. I don't remember his name. Gaucho. Gaucho. I don't know something like that. I, I haven't followed the crew this year at all. Been too deep I into was, hockey. I think it was Saturday night because I was busy pissing off Michigan State fans. Oh, we'd love to hear it. It was so much fun. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, so the first, also the first images of, which was a huge deal. The first images of Johnny Goudreau in a Blue Jackets practice sweater came out uh, from from their on ice practice on Friday or Saturday as well, and that was Wait, a huge deal. Breaking news: Hockey player skates with his team. <laughs> right, everybody wants that content though. So, uh, media only day, the other players would skate with the team. Yeah, media media day was today. Um, wish yeah. I could have been there for that, but you know it is what it is, and. Maybe next year, but and then uh, training camp starts Wednesday. So now we go. Now we, here open, we are. Open to the public Saturday. Open to the public Saturday. Come out. We'll be there covering it for the most part, I believe. Uh, it's I'm and then Sunday try. is a split squad scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday at one. They're at Pittsburgh at seven. They're at home. Uh, okay. I will definitely be at that. Yeah. So swing by our bar. Turns out, I'm a regular. Are you? I think we are. For sure. I, I know why. You are. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if I got to give him my credit card or if it's still on file. Uh, prop, maybe. It's probably your tab's probably still open from last season. Uh, no, I got statements. They get their money. <laughs> uh, and then what, the last thing I want to talk about, too, here was lines. We love lines here, right? We love the lines. Uh, it's it's uh, So right now the, the first line is, is Sillinger. Or no, it's Boone in the, at center, and then it's Line A and Goudreau Lar- is Larson the first line going into camp today. That when camp starts, Goudreau and Line A will be on the same line. Boone will get the first opportunity, but Roslevic and Sillinger will both get a shot. Right, which is great. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I would, I would foresee you put the two of them together. No, I'm going to stick to what I said earlier, and, and I, I hope I get proved wrong. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but maybe maybe now that I think about it more, and, and a lot of people were saying on Twitter today, like, this this has been expected. No, it hasn't. It's been a debate for the last two months, three months since he's signed here. Who's the line going to be? That's all right. it's been on Twitter. So anybody that's saying it's been expected, you're full of shit. No, you didn't know that. Well, I don't, said, I don't these want... are the same people that think Branson's going to be on the third pair. Truly, Yes. Just no, come on. You're like, wrong. Nobody had any idea. We were all guessing, and and that's what the fun of this is: is us bitching and whining and and debating and and arguing with each other about what's going to happen, and then we watch it. We get to watch it happen. That's right. why it's so much fun. I'm sure we're what um, 
two weeks away from predicting our lines. Oh, yeah. We're close. Yes. And see how wrong we can be Let's again Let's go to a couple preseason games and, and see everybody play together and see. Oh, yeah. We'll be so wrong. Yeah, everybody play together. The only thing I've ever been right about is Goudreau coming here, and that was an accident. That was not an accident. That was an educated guess <laughs> that came true. You were wrong on the length of the contract. To be fair about that, though, we were talking about the artillery years before that. Let's just trade for him. It makes sense. Get PLD well, for Goudreau. And the people that keep complaining about Bjorkstrand having to get traded because of it. Bobby Mack keeps saying, and I love the fact that he keeps saying this. He said, last year, would you have traded Bjorkstrand for Johnny Goudreau and a third and fourth? Yes. yes. That's basically what we did. Yeah. Absolutely. It is what it is. We're going to see what happens. And, uh, yeah, my, I, I don't really have a prediction. I, I predi- I, my one prediction this, so right now that I have that I am confident in is, is Cole Sillinger uh, more than last year having a breakout season, like a true breakout 60, 70-point season where he just, he just lights up the league as a second-year, 19-year-old. Yeah, no, no sophomore slump for this kid. I don't see it happening, especially now with the wingers that he has around him. Yeah, I mean the team's getting deeper and deeper. The the winger that the center spot is still kind of weak to an extent. Is it, it it truly is it? yeah. I mean, Roslovic is a really good player, but hey, he, I, I tell you what, if we have healthy Boone from last year, we have Roslovic something right. Roslovic who played after Boone wasn't healthy. With a non-sophomore slump, Cole Sillinger, and then steady Eddie, Sean Corrale on that fourth line, it's not as bad as some teams. Oh, no, not even a little bit. I, I could see a, a playoff run coming out of that. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not going to get into that right now. I want to see. I've already bought my tickets. I want to see four rosters and everything through the preseason, and then Carolina is going to be a good test the first game of the season. It doesn't mean really shit the first game of the season. It, it is a dress rehearsal for the gotta, most part, but gotta play eighty-two of them. Gotta play eighty-two of them, but uh, all right. I think we've we've gone on long enough here. I, I we're about forty-five minutes in. You about you got anything else you want to talk about? I think we're good at this point. Yeah, I think we got everything out we wanted gotta, to get gotta out. Save something for tomorrow. Got a lot off. Got a lot off of my chest here. You know, it's just fun to talk about it. I've I've smiled for ninety-six straight hours. It's great. Uh, so tomorrow, if if you're listening to this right now on a uh, Monday evening, I'll try to get this out tonight. I should be able to. Uh, or on a Tuesday, uh, look out for the new Artillery podcast coming out on Tuesday night. Um, it's going to be Jordan, Tyler, myself, and Boomer, probably, if you can make it up here. Uh, Warren is in Ottawa. He got back from his, uh, he got back from his honeymoon touring Europe uh, in, a, in a bunch of different countries, and now he's, he's going to have to get a new passport after he's done, said and done with all this because he, he got back, and then four days later he's on a, he's on we, a work trip to Ottawa. So we, we had this discussion this weekend. He doesn't need a new passport. He's just using one of the other ones because he's a spy. <laughs> he's a spy. For who? For us. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. He's one of he's ours. He's not a spy. Shh. No, no, no. No, not no. a spy. Uh, no. No, he's an IT guy. He's a. <laughs> Why is your briefcase beeping? An IT guy. Uh, I could see it. All right, we're out of here. Uh, thank you so much for listening, listening to us ramble on about the Traverse City Tournament and how much we just love that and how appreciative we are to even be a part of this right now. So uh, thanks for listening. We're brought to you by the CBJ Artillery uh, and High Bank Distillery. Check them out. Goodell Boulevard is their OG spot. Uh, Also check out their new place up in New Albany. Beautiful place. Um, If Rudy's working, ask for a lemonade and baka. He'll make it. That's right. We love to hear it. 
Thanks so much for listening. We will probably, you'll probably listen to us next week. There's hockey to talk about now. Yeah, we need to get back at it. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week then. Peace, love, and hockey. are testing the microphones check one two hopefully there is not going to be any background noise here because these fans are running rough boomer how you feeling check that mic dude uh feeling like i'm gonna be a lot better at the bottom of this can oh yeah and then the one after that and then the one after that i, I just the checked there's that. still six more in there or there five is. more or I don't know. They'll be gone shortly. Hell yeah. Things we love to hear is that we have more beer. All right. Uh, levels look good. We Man, are... Worst case scenario, I got a whole cooler out in the truck still. Oh, yeah. That's true. We love to hear it. Put 20 pounds of ice in it on the way home. Fuck yeah.